You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to Sexy Marriage Radio, where here in Texas, the rain has finally lifted, the sun has come out, and hello, summer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know where, wherever you might be listening and wherever you call home, uh, hopefully summer's in full swing and it's an opportunity for you to take a break or if you're in the part of the world that it's not summer for you, hopefully you're killing it with whatever's going on. In Go your- skiing or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Depending on what hemisphere I guess you're in. Well, it uh, just immediately went to summer here. What? It rained and rained and rained and mm-hmm. was nice and mild. And then two days later, heat ind- index at 102, I, 101, when 103. Absolutely. When I walked out of the house this morning, uh, it felt like I was a kid back in Houston. Yeah. So muggy and muggy sticky. Muggy and humid. And it's the whole... Uh, uh, some of the people in the South and different parts of the country will... will uh, appreciate this. It's that idea of you go take a shower and then you come outside and you feel like you just took a shower. Right. Yeah. Because it's Wet hot. Again. And that's what we want here at Sexy Marriage Radio is we want it to be hot. See, that's there the you go. I just did there. Okay. Well done. <laughs> and the way we can know where we need to go to help you the most to heat things up, uh, that would be you give us a call 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes Rate and review the show, please, if you like what's going on, or Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. There's a lot of places that, mm-hmm. that we're now airing our weekly episodes. So please give us comments and help spread the word that mm-hmm. married sex is the place to be mm-hmm. in relationships. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is um, I went again into the archives and found... What are the hottest ones we've talked about, mm-hmm. right? And last week we did a uh, special with a guest. This week is you and I talking about oral sex and gagging. That was tops on the some of the stats, right? It was. That was yeah. a very, very high one as far as uh, download. Mm-hmm. And this was just a wife that is curious because she gets nauseous yeah. every time as she gags. And yeah. So She's not alone. But yeah, right. he would really like to experience more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we have some additional voicemails we cover. And then the extended content today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. Um, we do a conversation between you and I about what are the different attitudes that we bring into our marriages? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, this is if you were to sum up all of Sexy Marriage Radio that we've been doing almost 10 years now. Mm-hmm. You could really boil it all down to how you view what's going on dramatically changes what you do with what's going on. Right. And so if you can start to view yourself and how, what are you bringing into your marriage, into this relationship? What are you expecting? What are you looking at? How do you think things should unfold? And where do those suckers come from? You'll want to pay attention to the extended content today because we'll unpack that Mm -hmm. and how each of them. Each, the views that we can bring into it, how they do impact it mm-hmm. and what you can do differently mm-hmm. to make them maybe just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So all that's coming up on today's show. So right out of the gates, we're going to start with an email. Okay, that, good. That came in entitled, and the subject line was gagging and nauseous at the thought of my husband ejaculating in my mouth. 
Okay. So it says, hey, SMR team, wondering if you can help me with this. My husband's asking me to consider this as it means a lot to him, like I'm accepting all of him. He doesn't expect me to swallow his ejaculate, just allow, me to come to, allow him to come this way. I, however, feel sick at the thought and the smell also. And when I have done this in the past, I've gagged, which obviously is unpleasant. Even writing this email, I feel a little ill and have been putting it off for ages. I'm really sensitive to smell and also for when even oral sex where he warns me just before his orgasm is pushing my own anxiety. He can even shower right before, pays attention to hair removal. I can still find the area smelly and even the smell of the soap can put me off. I know it's an act of pure love and sacrifice. That's how she has, that's the stance she has to take to make it happen. Okay. So any ideas pushing past this roadblock? Thanks. Uh, kudos to her, I'm saying, for wanting to um, to do this for her husband. I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn here. So I'm curious, I'm curious your thoughts, Corey, because I, I'm looking at this going, well, there, there's some lines that, I don't know. She's she's tried it. She's done it. It makes her gag, and it it. She's not someone that's saying no and not trying it. Right. Uh, right. Clearly, she's she's done this in the past. Now she just wants to work at it and and get to where she can get past it. Um, which is growing. Is it's growing. that's the whole premise of it. it. Yeah, it's definitely growing. That would be a tough one. I mean, is this something that's more about? I see this totally different from hygiene. You know, she talks about how he washes and does this. I mean, there's no amount of, the hygiene would take away other smells, but when you've got the actual semen and the texture and the taste and all those, I mean, that is, a different experience. that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right. Because you know, there's, there's some, there's some wives that will have uh, aversion to even just the act all the way to the act of of oral uh, sex of oral of, sex of, of right performing fellatio yeah which is the medical term for a blowjob in case people are not familiar yeah so sometimes there is uh, an aversion to just even the whole premise and the idea or and the act of that there there's no way right she's saying it's just the idea of him ejaculating in my mouth mhm so i'm curious because she says even the whole, but what I, what jumps out to me in the email is even the thought of him saying, uh, warning her, yeah, causes her anxiety. So I kind of hear it's not just the ejaculate in her mouth too; it's the whole act can be anxiety provoking. Mm, okay, and that, that's kind. I might be reading into this, I and if I am, it. I don't hear it that way. But. Uh, email email a response to us or call in and let us know, but. I wanted to go a little more global in the sense first okay. of some of the aversions that you can run across when it comes to just performing oral sex. Okay. And so a couple of things to be aware of is you need to get clear about what it is that you don't like. She's got that. The smell, mm-hmm. the taste, yeah, um, the ejaculate. Those are the things she's, she's, I don't like it. Yeah, very specific. So there are some things that can come about when you're talking about not necessarily the ejaculate, but you're talking about the whole act of um, the performance of, of oral sex. There is a some flavored lube that can change it up because now all of a sudden it's not a penis you're tasting. It's cherry 
or lemon or it's cherry until the ejaculate comes out and then you're tasting that in combo with it fair (laughs) that's fair it's a mixture so let me have a little bit of lemon along with a side of ejaculate okay but it's still this is just if you're trying to ease into the process to reach up to what she's specifically asking yeah so that's there are some common things that can help on just change it up try the different things we've always mentioned before try it in the shower that was my first thought because when you're in the shower, you got all this water coming down yep. around you. You can uh, faking it is not the right word, but you can allow so much water to you come can keep in. Liquids going, yeah, easily, and it keeps liquids that that really, which also is an easy yeah. entry into. If the ejaculate is in your mouth, it's easy to let it just spit right out. Yes, and you're not dealing with the swallowing or what do I do with it? Right, and he really, with your head down there, he really doesn't even have to see you. Like spitting it out. Well, right? but he even she even says it's she he doesn't expect her to swallow it. Right, but I don't know the just the visual, I guess would be the shower allows you to it, just, it can subdue it. it right, that's a fair point. So once you get clear about what it is you don't like, the next question you ask is where does the discomfort come from? Because sometimes if you're talking about oral sex, we get messages from way way back that make it to where deep in there, it feels wrong. It feels inappropriate. It feels too erotic. Just, oh, erotic over the top for right. you. And so it's, in a, it's not allowed. It's not something you should enjoy. Good people don't do that. And so you can have those messages that could be, you're, you're fighting. Maybe. And yeah. so it's worth at least exploring, where does this come from? Or you've had bad experiences with it because it was expected and there was no reciprocation and there was no enjoyment or, you know, it's just... There's a lot of different things that can happen when you're first getting into the world of sex. Mm-hmm. So after you've done some of that thought processes, then you can also shift it to what is it that you do like about it? To look at it in positive light. Because mm-hmm. right. it could be... focus on the positive. Yep. You like the idea of being able to have power, to tease, to the, suck, the sucking, the licking, the eye contact that can happen. And there's a lot of different things. I like, the, I like the power to be able to provide pleasure to my spouse. And sometimes framing it that way mm-hmm. makes a little difference. And that's what it sounds like she's doing. Because she's like, this is a thing I'm trying to do out of love. Mm-hmm. I want to work through this out of love for him. Yeah, I want to overcome this aversion and this reaction to it. So, that, so the thing I think of... Again, let's go just a little more global still, is you work up to this. You work up to oral sex, which means start with manual stimulations. Get your hands involved a lot more, right? Try Practice the hand job. Okay. And even lay down beside him and slide down by by his penis while performing the hand job. Now, and by you going through this, is this intended more for someone who is just averse to yes. oral sex at yes. all. Not You're not talking just the adverse to having ejaculation in the mouth. It's, right. it's just averse to oral right. sex Right, because I'm all. also curious, if, if is there an aversion to ejaculation on your body? Is that a thing that's a bothersome thing? Because we've had emailers in the past that have, that have said that. Yeah. That I don't want it on my chest or my stomach or I don't want it anywhere around me. Right. And this is a way to ease into it. 
And the key through all of this of just working your way up to it is constant communication with each other, mm-hmm. constant connection, make eye contact, and and t- speak to each other <laughs> about it, it. Yeah, I think you've got to do that in this in a scenario like this where she's truly, from what it sounds like, you're I like your wording that out of love she's trying to do this because this is what he really wants. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's easy for that type of thing to turn into resentment if you don't like it. And I'm trying so hard. I really want to do this for you, but man, I am just not overcoming that hurdle. And then, and then it turns into a resentment because come on, dude, I've been trying and I'm just not getting there. Right. Um, give me some slack. Yep. So, um, anyway. Yeah. So, so you're, you're working towards, Again, before we go to just back to the email, let's stay a little more global Okay. on some of the tips that can help with a, with a wife wanting to perform oral sex on her husband. One of the best things is, is you don't just latch on and just start sucking with all your might. That's going to wear your jaw out. Yeah. So you want to add some variety. It, it not only wears your jaw out, it just wears your brain out. Right. Because it's not fun for you. You don't have any connection. Right. Because when you're just doing that, there's no eye to eye contact that way typically. And there's no changing it up. No changing there's it up. no adding different techniques and, and things you can do. So one of the best things you can do is use your use your hands as part of this. Yeah. At the because same time. this is not about deep throating. Mm-mm. This is about just performing oral sex. So use your hand at the base of his penis mm-hmm. while your mouth and your tongue are at the tip. And that can then, you can lick, you can suck, you can do a bunch of different things. And if you get into a rhythm, your hand can join your mouth in that rhythm. So it gives the experience of something more full. Yeah. Which is very enticing. And if you also add in the idea of being playful, show you're enjoying this, work towards that and connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Make eye contact with each other. That's one of the biggest things you can do with oral sex, and that's by men and women. Doesn't matter who's performing it. Yeah, you can see each other. Yeah, and if you're and if you're still unsure, then one of the best tips for a wife is have him on his back and you be on top. That gives you total control. Mm-hmm. So you're on your knees over him, and that way you have the control. There's he can't thrust too hard without. Because sometimes the standing position can make it to where it's whoa, hold on. Now you're 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 taking advantage. You're 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 being too forceful. I'm too concerned. You know, there's a lot of different things that can come up with that. I I think that's a really good point. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. And so the and then the last thing to think of, and this can even help straight for our emailer. Just relax with the process. And one of the things that can really help with relax. As the wife, you go first with some orgasms. True. He performs on you. True. He handles you. You you take care of the you first or multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes to where you're in a much more relaxed state. Because now then all of a sudden your body can get out of the way some. And now we're just dealing with the pesky mind. Yeah. And in her case, you're dealing with the pesky gag reflex. So specifically for what she's asking, first and foremost is just the importance of breathing. 
Because anytime we get into anxious moments or anytime we get into moments that are gag-inducing in life, breathing is the way through it. Okay. Right? I mean, isn't that true? That you, you, You smell something that's really bad and it's just like... Okay, just breathe. You're breathing through your mouth. Breathe through the mouth. So just relax because of the smell. Obviously, if a penis is in your mouth, it's a little harder Hard to, to breathe. breathe through your mouth, but that's where you can change it up and use your hands for a moment to calm yourself back down and then pick up where you left off. And that might be where if if the breathing through your nose and some of the smells are there too, um, you know what? Use some sort of massage oil that's scented that could be up around where your nose is. Yep. Or get a diffuser in your room. Diffuse some yeah. oils or something that is a soothing. Or the shower. Or the shower. Can come back into play. Although, And then there. don't use the soap because she made the comment even the soap can be inducing of her anxiety. Oh, interesting. But it's just, okay. but you can yep. do that to where th- there's different things. Try different scents of soap. Don't go with just ivory or dove or just the basic soap smell try something different and see if that helps with the scent but then the last thing i came across that i think could be an interesting thing to do um, i found this when i was just searching for information on how do you deal with a gag reflex particularly when something's in your mouth Mm -hmm. like with different uh, where i found this was when you're trying to do some fish oil cod fish oils that, that is good as a holistic um, supplement in okay. your life. Yeah. Um, a great thing that they recommend, because this is a way to temporarily um, disconnect your gag reflex or stop it. So you take your left hand and you stick your thumb in the palm of it and you sque- make a fist and squeeze. So you're squeezing your left thumb down <laughs> and that disarms your, your gag reflex. Okay. That might be a little bit Awkward, depending on the position you're in, to try and be holding yourself up or something like that. So I guess switch your position be. around. Or if you got a, a penis in a one hand, that means you're going right-handed with that. Right. And you use your left hand. But that's what, that's, I'm going to throw that out there as, hey, why not? It I works for people. It. it works for people. I found this where the dentist office used this. Interesting. And holistic specialists use this when you're dealing with some of the oils that you're trying to get your kids to take. Right. And they gag. This is a way to temporarily is, shut it off. Okay. So I'm going to throw it out there because I think it's worth. Exp- I mean, absolutely. Why would it not work? Possibly. No, absolutely. I think it's worth doing. You got to. You got to be thinking through a lot of things there because then, if I'm clinching up my left fist, I don't want to clinch up other parts <laughs> of me that might be. Right. Fair point. If you clinch one thing, you maybe tend to Fair clinch point. But other this isn't parts. through the entirety of the process. This is just at just the at end. that point. So you just have some more communication with him okay. to be able to say, "Give me a warning." Yeah. I need to gear towards this. And again, the desensitization can work too, where it's just give me the warning, and I'm going to pull out and finish you manually onto my breasts or stomach or something else. And I'll work towards this. Okay. And it is truly a Pavlovian thing you can do where you just condition yourself. You work towards it. Okay. And that's those are the best ways because this is the way we go deeper and grow in this area of our life all the way through is initially there's an aversion to it because it's an innocence, a naivete, or it truly is a disgusting reaction. Mm-hmm. But then we grow into, you know what? 
Maybe it's not as disgusting as I thought. Maybe so. If it's that important to your spouse and you're willing to try it, then great. So kudos to the member of Sexy Marriage Nation for I, I want to do. Out. I want to. I want to reach out. I want some help with this because I want to. I want to work towards this. Yeah. I don't want this to be a roadblock. Yeah. So this might seem kind of odd, but let us know how it goes. Right. <laughs> Hi, Corey and Pam. Um, I've listened to the show since 2015, I think, um, and I love it. Thanks for continuing to do it. My question is: um, I just had a baby about six weeks ago, and I'm struggling with the idea of getting back um, into sex with my husband and with, like, the images of doctors and, you know, stuff that went on down there. So I listened to the one episode that is about sex after baby, but I'm wondering if there's any other episodes or any other advice you have about getting images that aren't sexy out of your head during the times that you want to be intimate. Thanks. Oh, the journey that can hit so many couples. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who has kids. <laughs> and it can be a real hurdle of trying to overcome transitioning from that process because it's not just the process of birth that can be cumbersome. It's the whole pregnancy thing, too. Can become, make It can make a whole wealth of things that are positive or negative. When it comes to your sex life. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it, sometimes it's just how you, how you're looking at it. Exactly. Right. It's a perspective thing. I think that when you're six weeks after having the child, uh, not knowing the details of her situation, but pregnancy in general and, and giving birth and whether it's a C-section or a, you know, vaginal delivery they each carry their own weight, but th- sometimes I think that um, immediately you're not seeing maybe the beauty in some of that, or you're not embracing necessarily at that point, wow, we did this together, and yeah. how cool that is, and what a different bond that you two now have together that you didn't have before. Yeah, but there's also that anxiety of, okay, all that just happened for me as the wife, as the mom. Now what's this going to be like again? I mean, yeah. Because there's a serious uncertainty of, is it going to hurt? Yeah. Is there any scarring and tearing that I wasn't aware of? You know, it's just... Yeah. All of that can produce a ton of anxiety, plus what she's bringing up of the whole, man, there were a whole lot of people down there between my legs during this whole process. How do I get that vision out? Because that's not sexy, because what was going on there was a whole different world, and get back towards this is something that's intimate and special just between my husband and I. Yeah. And so this is where I think you have to start with the overall view of the relationship and bringing the romance back in. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. I hope he's a listener because I hope yes. that he um, understands what a vital role he plays in this piece as well. Right. She's she'll have to get her mind adjusted for it, but it is so helpful when you're working at this as a team. Right. And, right. And he sees the role that he can play to help her 
get her mom right. and switched. She, and so, so to start off, she's saying it's just been six weeks. Well, that's just usually when a, an OB gives you the green light mm-hmm. is six weeks, unless there's some special circumstances that could extend that out even further. Mm-hmm. But it is one of those, hey, it's just now starting as far as a, a, a possibility. So ease up to this. Yeah, You don't have to immediately just pick up wherever you left off before you were pregnant or even during the pregnancy. Yeah. Because you do need to allow the the body to heal and change and get to where it will eventually be again. Mm-hmm. And so you're not, there's going to be some awkwardness to this. There could be some uncertainty and anxiety to this. Because one of the things that a lot of times uh, our, our OB didn't talk about this, but if you're nursing, when you're when you're stimulated for sex, that will get the lactation process going for your for your nipples, which means you're going to start leaking during sex, possibly. Right. Which, hello, be prepared for that. That's Rather a whole than new, whole whoa, new ball of wax. I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that can derail things. But just again, if you can go with where you started this, Pam, of look at what you've done together. Look at this process you're going through together. What a cool thing. Mm-hmm. That's gone on. You've created a new life. Celebrate that fact and enjoy that fact and realize, okay, this is learning something new. This is getting back into something. I thought we had this thing down and now we got to learn something new again. Uh, yeah, it's a different it's a different story. And so what you find sexy now or when you feel sexy now might be a different story than than what you had before you might have to rediscover um those things right in your mind in your life um, and this is where the the power of the relationship can be a tremendous benefit mm-hmm. of continue to have the conversation this is where we go back to the last call we had last email we had on the first section of this of today yeah and just constant check-ins with each other because this is the whole i'm thinking of it specifically with what she's asking they're in the process of having of of getting the sexual acts started. Mm-hmm. Incorporate a lot of foreplay, possibly, to ease into this. Almost go back to the dating where it wasn't necessarily just straight for sex. Mm-hmm. It was an easing towards it, and be willing for both of you to say and know. You know what? I may need to stop at a different point than I normally. You know, because I want to check in with you, because I just had a vision of the two docs that were just there, mm-hmm. right? And so. If you have humor as a benefit and a blessing in your relationship, that can be a great bonding opportunity that doesn't have to derail it. It just pauses it. True. Because you just say, hold on, can you assume a good doctor pose real quick so I can then morph you into my husband from the doc because I want this to be sexy again. And have some fun with this. Use your strengths because the mind is an incredibly powerful thing. And when you work in sync with each other, and you open yourself to each other in that way, you can really be good allies to each other with this. Yeah. Because a lot of times, I mean, I've said this before, I'm, I'm pretty sure, but never in this arena. Great sex happens when we recover well in the middle of it too. Mm-hmm. Because it's not always just one fluid butterflies and rainbows rhythmic dance. Sometimes it yeah. truly is. We need to stop. That was awful. That didn't work. But the overall thing still turns out really, really good because you recover. Yeah. And that's a big victory there that you, that's a, I think that's a bigger bonding 
uh, for the two of you as a couple in overcoming that than it is to actually have had a connection performing sex, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you disconnected uh, with the you essence of yourself, so each yeah. other on a deeper level. So it's yeah. more than just sex. It's a connection of souls and spirits and minds and emotions. Right. And I, the reality is he's, he's probably a little bit off his game too. I can't imagine that things are going to be exactly the same for him. Yeah. Right. He's, he's seeing things in a whole new light. Yep. Um, and it's different when you're a parent. Yeah. And so how do you frame it? Just the way you started this whole conversation, Pam, how do you frame this as look at what we've created together, right? Look at this experience that we just went through together. How do we celebrate that? But also how do we then morph into what could be still? That's incorporating what was and what still can be. Mm-hmm. because now all of a sudden you're experiencing a different aspect of yourself and each other. So bring that to the, bring that to the party. Yeah. I think you, I think you do have a, a quicker turnaround there and trying to get past the doctors and, and those visuals that you've got. If you got, if you're letting your husband know exactly the situation, yeah, letting him know what you're seeing, bring him in on it. Bring him in on it because then he might, he's, if you're not bringing him in on it, he's not going to have a clue and he's going to get frustrated. Well, uh, or you start to create parallel experiences that then put each of you in the dilemma of, oh, we're not even connected here. Who's going to really notice this first mm, <laughs> and yeah. say something about it? Because that's a different path. Yeah. And so this is just really about be more involved in your present. And bring your spouse into it. Yeah. It's great to have a chance to kind of look back into things that have gone on mm-hmm. before. Um, you know, if you think about it, how, how many shows do we listen to, like regular talk shows that we've listened to over the years or podcasts mm-hmm. even that we've listened to that you're like, there's so much in there that we just, I just forget it. Right. I remember there's times I do yeah. this even yeah. with SMR, I'll dig back through and go, oh, I forgot about that segment. I forgot. There's about been that so time. many episodes so far. <laughs> Absolutely. So hopefully the little bit of time spent in the past, the last couple of weeks has been enlightening to people to realize, Oh, I forgot all about those things and that, that content. Mm-hmm. And because when you say Pam, that uh, all the questions that we get from the nation, which we are so grateful for each and every week, um, There's a lot of times we're just saying a lot of the same, we're just applying the same kind of concepts to different specific situations. But that's the beauty of it. It, Sometimes something doesn't make sense unless you hear it in your situation. Absolutely. Right? Hear it applied to your specific life. Uh, So the context matters and and helps us see a clearer picture. Totally. And so if you want us to to go to where you want us to go, let us know. 214-702. Wait, that's right. 214-702-9565. 214-702-9565. I'm leaving that in there too. Job well done. <laughs> or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. I know I'm not going to mess up that address. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If we left something undone, let us know. We'll see you again next time.